0: And <laughs> the kids Her second book was it like, to like bring you closer. And be, like, I was talking to my mom about it I'm today. I'm
1: going to bottle feed. Are,
0: are you know in your heart? heart like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl. <laughs> like... Welcome, Welcome to Coffee, coffee Confession. Hi guys. Happy Monday. This week... Because we've come to you so heavy lately. <laughs> you know we like to stay in the trenches at times. Um, we are gonna lighten it up. So we get asked a lot of things because we are so freakishly similar. Honestly, I won't be surprised if half of these answers are the freaking same. But there's so many times like I'll call her and be like, this is happening. She's like, What? I'm doing this. I'm like, stop. Get well, out we house. jumped
1: out on a call a couple of weeks ago with a
0: collaborator, and they're like, "Are you guys sisters?" <laughs> <I'm> like, no. <laughs> my mom even says, "Like, y'all look freakishly alike," and I was like, <laughs> "I'll take it." Um, but we have twenty questions that we are going to ask each other as your individual, um, outlook. I guess you would say versus just like our brains working together for coffee. Yeah. Like, I said, like like she's the- interviewing me, I'm interviewing her. <laughs> so we're gonna go with the hottest topic um what's your favorite childhood memory oh my god this is already a hard start
1: <laughs> okay um my favorite childhood memory well one honestly I, I just think you was just being a kid in the 90s like when I look back on it I think just that nostalgic like the 90s was so good oh man but if I had to pick one I would say okay I'd have to pick between two one I would go to the pool every summer with my siblings. We would just like pay 25 cents and go to the pool and we would spend all day swimming at the pool. I grew up in Arizona. So it was hot and we spend all day at the pool or, Just running around my papa's ranch, we would just run around outside and mess with the horses, mess with the cattle. Like we would we would stick them with the cattle prod. I know that's probably (laughs) (laughs) but we would send them through the chute. So my grandpa and my mom would rope every night, and our job was to move the cows through the chute. And so they would give us the cattle prod and we would zap them in the butt and get them to move (laughs) through the chute because my papa was like, and another one, and another one, and another one ready to rope. And so You'd stick them in the butt with the cattle prod. That was probably like <laughs> my most favorite. What, what was yours?
0: It's prodding cattle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Humble beginnings. Nothing, nothing. You can't complain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me see. I don't know. One of my favorites would be, like you said, like the childhood. Like I remember running around the streets with my cousins and just oh, like yeah. having such like we were so close. Like there was no friend like your cousin, you know? Yeah. And it yeah. So I miss that. I miss the closeness. A lot of us are not, you know, I've lost cousins and things like that now. So like we're all spread out and I only talk to a couple of them now, mm-hmm. but I miss that. But I think one of my favorite childhood memories would be a tradition that my family did. And that was Christmas where mm-hmm. we would literally all go into Walmart and try to buy presents for each other without anybody seeing them. And you'd literally like, oh, there's somebody on the aisle, like hundred present, like really. People probably thought we were like stealing stuff because it was like hide under your shirt. Like don't yeah, let all yeah. go back to the car, switch people and then you know, trying to hide all the presents in the car when everybody got in the car and it was yeah. just, like it's something that I love, so I I kind of tweak it and turn it to my kids, but that's probably going to be one of my favorite childhood memories. Okay, if
1: you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be and why?
0: I don't know. Historical figure? What are we talking like presidents?
1: I don't know. I, I'm, I have mine in my head, but I don't think it's, I think okay, it's anything. Okay. So, okay so mine, I am like, I am, I love nineties country music. So like, if I could maybe not like have dinner, but if I could go to like a, a show, y'all want to hear something crazy. When my mom was 19, she worked at a bar or maybe older than 19, maybe a little older in her early twenties, worked at a bar in Sierra Vista, right outside of Fort Huachuca. Tracy Lawrence came to her town and she was like driving him around in the bus and she has pictures of her and like partying with Tracy Lawrence and he, my mom was a fucking dime. She's so beautiful back then. She wore a Wrangler's high and like tight and all, all this good <laughs> stuff. But she said, Tracy Lawrence told her, come with me, come back with me. let me take you like, come with me. He wanted to date my mom and take her away. She said, you don't know how depressing it was to go back to my <laughs> double wide trailer with four little babies that night. <laughs> but so for me, I would want to go to like, so like how we have like Country Thunder. I would want to go to like a Country Thunder, but like in the 90s, like with Tracy Lawrence, Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks. <laughs> like that's what I'm, I want. i to have
0: dinner with George Strait. It's the one oh. record that I put on my record player all the time. But I was like, I don't know if that's considered historical. I mean, that's he's not- yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. My mom loves George Strait.
0: Now, he can sing about Texas to me all damn day. Like, <laughs> hey, he's as me.
1: okay, since <laughs> I answered that one, now I'm going to ask you the next one to start off. What is the most
0: adventurous thing that you've ever done? Adventurous? Mm-hmm. Cliff jumping. I think that's probably my adventure. We would go to a lake and there were cliffs that were like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 feet high and you would jump off into the water. So that's probably, I won't get up in a plane. My sister wanted me to do skydiving with her. And I was like, I would rather die, but I jumped off a cliff. So that's probably my most kind of the same. Mine
1: mine would probably be marrying Dwight after 30 days. I don't think (laughs) (laughs) any more adventurous than being like, sure. Yeah. Let's go get married. So That would be mine, marrying somebody after 30 days. It worked out, but it was I was definitely standing there like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing?
0: What is that? I think that's a pretty good adventure. Okay. Um describe your dream vacation destination. That one's hard because like just freaking take me anywhere. I know it depends on
1: like what's on my TikTok for you page, right? So (laughs) yeah I'm a sucker for the beach right so I would love anything like on the beach but also like I would love to go to Salem during October like I think that would be so cool too um honestly just anything without my
0: kids <laughs> I know that sounds mean but anything without my kids well mine is like food based I'd love to go to Italy just to like eat yeah. the food like mm-hmm. I love bread and wine and it's just like, um, I also really want to go to the UK. I'm a Gordon Ramsay fan. He is aging. He just like, had five. a baby. I know. <laughs> I mean, look at the man. Come on.
1: <laughs> he said six and done. I was like, Hey, somebody's got more than me. So <laughs> he's
0: got three and three, but that's probably two of the places I want to go.
1: Okay. Share a funny or embarrassing story from your past.
0: I don't know embarrassing (laughs) i'm just thinking of a story my sister told me today (laughs) my sister did something uh, embarrassing okay embarrassing i guess um i was a very adventurous kid like i lived for the thrill um but i was very accident prone so i took a hill at on a scooter I like got 20 miles an hour <laughs> flying down but I hit a rock and flew um off of flew off of it I scraped my whole face but the next like day or two days was freaking Easter so embarrassing I had to go Easter Sunday to church like scab like all the way down my face I still have a scar from it and that was because it looked like a booger hanging out of yeah. my face because it was on my lip and then it was like up my face that was embarrassing for me that was uh,
1: rough. mine, oh okay, here's mine. Nobody judge me. It's not my fault first a lot. And so if you judge me, just know you that you're a, you a had- terrible person, huh?
0: Poop I did when
1: I- my my old with Kyler, <laughs> I did poop when I had a baby, and my mom was like <laughs> she always gave me a hard time about it. but so in twenty nineteen when I had that big surgery when D deployed and he came and saw me in the hospital, I had this surgery on you know my butthole because that's Crohn's disease for you, <laughs> but. They pumped me up. So they were pumping me up with Colace and um, Colace and Metamucil. And like, y'all, like I just had like stool just leaking out of my body. And this nurse that was like 19 had to like roll me over because I had an epidural and roll me over and clean me. I like could not feel what was happening. And I just cried. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, this is my job. And I was like, no, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like that. So, for me, every, like, every embarrassing thing for me has always led, like, has been dealt with, like, Crohn's disease and, like, <laughs> body fluids. and
0: Mine <laughs> as a dog seems to be my car. My car, apparently everybody in the freaking world drives a Forerunner. So, there's been twice where I ran up on this chick. Like, the car door was open. It was my identical freaking <sighs> car. And I... Had a heart attack, had all my kids because the door was open and I had been inside the store. I ran up on this lady ready to like swing, pull her out of my car. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. And she was like, what's happening? That's like, you're in my car. And she's like, no,
1: no not. I'm not.
0: <laughs> Two cars down was my freaking car.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> oh like, my God. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. If you could master any skill instantly, what would it be?
0: Cleaning out like cleaning out. I don't know. I like cooking and I'm good at it. So that's really the only skill that I wanted. Um
1: I know mine. You keep thinking mine would be gentle parenting. Like if I could be like one of those like people that are just so good at it, like don't get triggered by their kids, don't get overstimulated. Yeah. Then, like if I could master that, that would be the skill that I master because. Gosh, no. I feel so bad after every time that I like am overstimulated and like touched out or I like literally got in the car with my kids this morning because it was just chaos. And I was like, there are five of you. There is one of me. You cannot all talk at the same time. You have to go out the door when I say like, we cannot be late for school. Yeah. And so if we're one, that
0: as one that I called dibs on that one too, but if we're talking about it, <laughs> Skill, skill, trust me, like gives me. Isn't that a skill? It's a parenting. I feel like a skill. Okay, talk about something like what if you were like, I guess DIYs. I'd like okay. to be better. My woodwork, you know, like you know how you see like oh, a yeah. girl like on, a crafty like, Instagram, like yeah. making wood stuff. That I think would be mine. You know, I'm not yeah. a crocheter. I hate freaking sewing. If I you got a hole in my clothes, I'm throwing that crap away. Like I'm not Done. sewing it.
1: Okay. If you could master, or oh no, we just did that one. What's a book movie or TV
0: show that significantly impacted you? Friends. 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 Impacted me a lot. I love it. I love like even the quirky little quotes, how I apply it to my friendships, how I view friendships, mm-hmm. um, the humor, the lightheartedness. I don't know. I really, really enjoy friends. Grace. Grace impacted me because I am very surgical now. i I'm, if you don't know Love she's
1: me. she moonlights as a doctor, so <laughs> also, if you
0: need some stitches. Don't call me because I will gross out. But I know <laughs> what you need, okay?
1: <laughs> uh, for me, Hmm. so I think two movies impacted me that I watched at a young age. One was Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood that impacted me because the scene where she like beats her kids on the lawn (laughs) like my stepmom this is before I knew the significance of my dad's trauma but she was like he can't watch that because it triggered him and so then I kind of understood like I never thought what he did was right but I understood Mm. and then also riding in cars with boys I, I love that movie. It's so good. And it really gave. So both of those movies gave me a lot of insight to my parents because my mom was a teen mom. And so I knew she had dreams and aspirations, but she put those on the back burner to raise us. And so Divine Secrets of Yaya Sisterhood and Riding Cars with Boys, those those gave me so much insight into like. You Remember that
0: sisterhood of a traveling pants? Yeah. My mom got hooked on that one with her friends. Yeah. So like by like default, that one impacted me just yeah. because of that but okay um and i'm a big reader so to pick a book that wasn't happened <laughs> <laughs> um if you could time travel i feel like you can kind of answer this where where and when would you go oh like
1: a time period oh i know where i want to go
0: i don't know i feel like i would go back to the 90s i enjoyed i was just saying yeah. the other day i enjoyed the toys like i wish some of my kids could play with the toys oh, like Thomas we just bought those for our kids. You know, on Home Alone, like the 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 thing, the voice. Hey, I had
1: one. I had one of those and my kids think it's so cool. And I, I'm i like, yeah, I had one of those when they watch Home Alone. Right? Like that's I had one. Got,
0: like flip phones. My dad had an yeah. old flip phone and my daughter oh, had The satisfaction
1: head. of just like snapping on clothes. I would pay to do that right now. I'm okay. Not- outside of the 90s though, I would, I obsess over like the world war one or world war two era like when the women were just like so beautiful and like with their pinups and like oh gosh I would love to just go back around that time my great grandma's from the 20s 30s like my papa was in world war two and like watching pearl harbor and stuff like that I just I, I want desperately to go back to that time yeah. period not for a long time but just you know just to like you know what I thought would be
0: cool would be like the inner green gables I think it was like the 1900s mm-hmm. right now yeah, mm-hmm. like 1920 something anyway I like that her whole trilogy that would be a fun experience remember when puffs leaves I still hate oh, those yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay discuss a challenging experience that made you stronger
0: my current situation so that's on to the next <laughs> mine Challenging situation that made me stronger. Oh, I have. Okay, go. I I'm trying to. Uh, Birthing my kids. Mm -hmm. Birthing my kids. I had very bad. I had like term labor with each of them. I had preeclampsia with my second, and asthma attacks literally birthing my third. So I think that those experiences, like my strength, like my endurance, my tolerance, like that. I think those for me. I think mine was understanding that like my
1: childhood trauma happened, but I'm not a victim. Well, I am a victim, but I do not accept a victim role or mentality. And that it's something that happened to me, but it, it is not me. And by understanding that and breaking that trauma bond and that generational trauma, I am now free of those chains, but also like my kids are free of it too. And like, I broke that chain and without breaking that I was more likely to repeat the cycle. And so in a sense, like that made me stronger. Yeah.
0: Okay. What's a hobby or activity you always wanted to try? I already know mine. Okay. Go. I have to think <laughs> Why? I want to try wine making. I just wine want making Yeah. are like, I've seen like people, you do like your own whiskey. Like yeah. I want to try it so bad knowing me, like I could drink a dry wine, but I'm going to get like, a my aunt out. did
1: that like, sh- and oh, the beer my- blew up in her closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, I seen a video on TikTok. Then you want to go to like Italy and then you see like wine. I was like, I just want to try it. I know, with- I,
1: I know mine. I want to do sourdough. I haven't committed, mm-hmm. but I do want to do, like, I want to figure out sourdough and do that. I don't even like sourdough, but I'm <laughs> just like, this looks fun. I don't know, like as a kid, no. But now <laughs> as an adult, am I ordering my bread as sourdough? No, but if I do get it, like, am I eating it? Absolutely. So yeah, I don't Thanks know. So a good grilled cheese well that's what i was gonna say is like there's so many different things to do it like to use the starter or discard or whatever with so i don't know i think it'd be kind of fun so describe your ideal day from morning to night
0: um silence in the morning like a night i am not a morning person do not talk to me do not look at me not, give me coffee probably about three cups starbucks preferably um I would love to do like a brunch. I we've never really done brunch, right? It's like really early, or really late. Um, so I'd love to go to like a brunch and then bookstores. Obviously, I want to go to like damn good bookstores. Um, I don't know. I think like movie on the lawn. You know, mm-hmm. kind of be like calm days. Like I don't know a good workout. I have to get a good workout in. I don't know, and then some. Really good,
1: yeah. So okay,
0: mine would be.
1: Preferably my kids are with their grandma and um yeah I sleep in and then I'm not gonna say that one.
0: Oh, my... oh god. Sleep that in. Doesn't count. That we're not
1: talking about that. We're talking about you. Yeah, well that is about me. Thank you. Um Okay, so sleep in. Hang out with my husband, wink, wink, if you're on the coffee pot. And then, yeah, like, He's go, at
0: work. he doesn't get to be a part of the ideal day, okay? It's go me. get
1: some food. Um, I would love to, like, go shopping, like, at an outlet. Not, like, I love Target, but, like, somewhere, like, in an outlet, somewhere where you don't get to see, like, things every, like, at a mall or anything like that. Something different. And food, like, really good food for mm-hmm. sure. And then probably end it off, like – like hopefully like in a nice hotel and that has like a massive jacuzzi tub and Mm -hmm. I just lay there and I drink wine and I watch really bad reality TV until I fall asleep not in the tub in a bed with like a lot of goose down pillows and like blankets and the room is cold but like you're warm under like all the layers with a pretty
0: view yes Mm
1: -hmm. perfect that would be so basically any mom listening they're like yeah absolutely just get me the hell with my kids yeah okay
0: who has been the biggest influence on your life?
1: My mom. One million percent my mom. She was a teen mom. She had four kids by the time she was 19. Every man she's ever loved broke
0: her heart. And Okay, let's rephrase, though. You can't pick your mom. Why? Because I most people would pick. Mine would probably okay. be my mom. Outside of our mothers. But I okay. do
1: feel like my mom has taught me. Okay. Out of the clicheness of it being your mom, my mom has, though, taught me that, like, Shit happens, but you can still rise up from it. And you are an an independent woman and you can, you will be okay without a man outside of that. I mean, my next one is cliche, but it would be D like, he has taught me so much, like, you know, how to be professional, how to create a career. Like he has supported me through so many things and he's, he is super influential in my life. He's, he's my rock for sure. What's yours? Um,
0: I'd have to say a friend of mine Holly she's been a very big influence on my life because she as recently mostly because she went through a similar experience mm-hmm. that I've gone through like freakishly similar and so I have found a, a lot of reassurance and strength in her mm-hmm. to be like if she can do it I can do it sure. type thing. yeah yeah so I think that's one right now for me that's good okay what's a goal you're currently working towards to be skinny
1: <laughs> I think we both are kind of working towards taking the experience that we've learned on coffee and applying it into a more professional like uh manner like a career-wise manner like we love doing what we do on coffee together um, but we know that like at some point we want to branch out and make it a about Butler career and a Cody Simon career and so I know that's what I've been working on and I know you know we said we wouldn't make this about coffee but there's one there's one little thing so
0: obviously coffee will always be a part of it I think another one for me would be um like boundaries oh, yeah. like I think I'm working on that really like not in just like like in all aspects because I think you can be like oh I have this boundary with my family sure. but it's like do you let your friends do the same thing you know mm, and yeah. kind of like really Digging in deep there. Share a moment when you felt truly proud of yourself.
1: Do you know? I know. Um. Okay. So I will say another, it, it is coffee related, but I do think it's personal too. But um, I felt proud of myself when we took the idea of coffee and then we were like, cause nobody knows this or maybe you do, but we were like, what are we doing? Like, we had no idea what we were doing. We just, it was just like on a whim and we just figured it out. And then once people start saying like, oh my God, like I needed that podcast episode. I related to this, or you see a post go viral and it's like been shared by 50,000 people. And it's like written from your experience and other people are saying like, oh my gosh, I went through that same thing. Yes. You said this perfectly, yada, yada, yada. I think people think that you would take that in as like some like Inflation of your ego in your head, but for me, it's not, it's validation of what I'm doing is right, and no matter what other people might say or how cringy they think it is, I know that to at least 5,000 people on yeah. Instagram, like I'm helping you, and that has been outside of motherhood, outside of my marriage, that has been my biggest.
0: Yeah, um, that's what of. I'm very, very proud of what we've built at Coffee, and it's been hard. You know, it's yeah. hard to say of motherhood because that consumes me. I think through 21 through 22, I was really damn proud of myself too because mm-hmm. that was a hard, hard time for me. So I think that one was a good one. Um, If you could change one thing about the world, what would it be? The, the you know that song Taylor Swift, uh-huh. the man. That's uh-huh. like, like I was talking to. Uh, I answered the question first. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, this one just popped in my head because I've been thinking a lot on it like not like the sexism but you know like you walk going. men cat call you all the time and it's so freaking annoying or like you have to do such and such to protect yourself because you're a woman like Mm -hmm. I would change that about society like women are not this to be yeah taken advantage of like we're people too we have the same you know like I don't know. That's like that. So I was been- thinking
1: sort of the same thing earlier today, like not on this topic, but I was, oh man, I can hear like, you know, when you can hear it in your head, but you can't like formulate mm-hmm. it. But it was kind of like, um, like you're dead as a woman, you're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't like, if I sleep with a, a bunch of men, then nobody wants me because in their eyes, I'm trashy. But if I don't sleep with any men, then I'm like, oh my God, you're such a prude. Like, you can't win, right? (laughs) That's not the exact scenario that I was thinking of this morning. Of course, it'll come to me after we do this, but it was kind of like, as a woman, you cannot, you can't be ever right. You're never right. Like, you're, and and that's
0: that Taylor Swift song, The Man. She was like, I'm at the top. People ask me, like, how'd you sleep here? Did you dress like this? Did you talk like this? Who did you know? And I'm like, that's so like, it's so relatable. Even my sister called us the other day and she was like, I was cat called. And it's like, oh, I hate that. Come on. Like have a freaking conversation. For me though. And that
1: I feel more so it's getting just out of the world itself is just getting out of hand. And I am so nervous to hand my kids over to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know
1: I see this thing that says like, don't worry, God created your children for a time as now. And it's kind of like, that doesn't comfort me. <laughs> like I, I, I don't find comfort in that. I'm. I'm scared, um, but I just don't know how we change it. I mean, so many people want their ideas heard and they want their things to be acknowledged. And I think they should, but also I feel like there's a boundary there too, where we should be able to stand up and say, not around around my kids and without being a bigot. So I think there's like a lot of hypocrisy. So that's what I would change about the world is. I think
0: that's a good thing as a parent, right? There's a lot. I think you take it. If I don't even know if I could say something as my perspective you know what I'm saying because like the way that you look at it now is like I have kids to raise and I don't want my child to be a victim I don't want my yep. you know way to raise this I don't want that there's oh it's so hard in your parent I think it changes your whole view of it everything it does what is the
1: best piece of advice you ever received
0: to give yourself grace my therapist I was like having a full-blown meltdown <laughs> and she was like give yourself grace like why yeah. are you so Yourself, and I was like, because I am, I'm anxious, and like, I want to make everybody happy, and so like, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody, so I'll swallow everything, I'll take it all, mm-hmm. and do the best that I can, even when you're like hurting. And she was like, you have to give yourself grace, give your body those times to like feel those emotions and things, and like process, and like just give yourself grace. Like you'll be okay. And I was like, I don't, I still don't know how to do that.
1: I <laughs> don't you know. Mine was when I was going through the thick of it with my spouses early, early, like early in our marriages infidelity. And my mom told me that if I was going to forgive him, I had to forgive him and move on, um, forgive and forget basically. And that, That really helped me a lot knowing that like, okay, if you're in this, you're in this and you don't get to Mm -hmm. just like throw this back in his face in a couple of years because you're pissed off at him. So, um, because I am, I'm a spiteful person. My family has always said like, they would rather fight with me physically than fight with me emotionally, because I will say some terrible, terrible things. Like (laughs) this one time my sister was, I was fighting with her while she was pregnant as a teenager and she pissed me off so bad. And I was like, Well, at least I'm not a stigma like a stigma like you, you teenage fucking pregnant. Like I was just mean. And she just looked at me and she didn't talk to me for two weeks. And I was like, please talk to me. I'm sorry. Like I say the meanest stuff when I'm mad. And so she told me, like, if you're gonna forgive him, you forgive and you forget and you move on because she knew like you're gonna throw this in his face in a couple of years when you're pissed off. So that was my best piece of advice. Okay discuss a turning point in your life and how it shaped you yummy you <laughs> um
0: I would just say like just the crap that I've been through lately like yeah. I think that was a yeah you're definitely going to emerge
1: a, a different- turning well
0: that was a point for me even just kind of coming to terms you know and kind of being like you got to do this you gotta yeah. do these things and kind of you know taking one day at a time to take a step forward, you know, giving yeah. the circumstances. So I think that was a really big turning for me where, you know, I'm putting these boundaries, I'm putting these things, you yeah. know, and you putting yourself first almost. So yeah. I think that was my turning point.
1: My turning point, I think.
0: That's when you met me. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um,
1: I think becoming a mom, I know that's cliche, but for me, <laughs> I do. Well, for me, I think it was because having my kids kind of taught me to, you know, get your uh, mental health in check. I, I've always struggled with mental health. And so it was, it gave me more of a motivation to be better for them, to get healthy for them, to cut people out of my life that weren't healthy mm-hmm. for them to be around and to really actively seek my husband as a partner and a parent, not just like, uh, like a counterpart to our family. Mm -hmm. Like we, we really put in a lot of hard work. So I would say 2019, like I became a mom well before that, but 2019 was the year that I decided like, okay, he is my partner, not my counterpart. And he's in control as much as I am a part of this. And so we Mm -hmm. have to move forward as a unit and not as counterparts. So that would be mine
0: what's a skill or talent you wish you had?
1: I feel like that's similar to her. Oh, I want to sing. I wish I could be a singer. I'm in my car and I'm like, (laughs) I want to be a singer. I I don't want to be a performer, but I wish I could sing. Maybe a songwriter too, because that'd be pretty cool to like make a lot of money off of people singing your songs. But yeah, I (laughs) (laughs) want to be a singer so bad that my daughter on our last PCS, little turd, I am a car. I'm a a karaoke type of person. You get in my car, we're singing. We're singing like we're on the CMAs. We're singing like we're in a music video looking out the window, like it's a sad song. But my daughter was like, Do you think you sing good? And I was like, (laughs) Well, I don't (laughs) anymore.
0: Well, I did. So you said that. I think mine would be like, ramsey level cooking skills because i love to cook and i love to eat and so like if i could cook me the meals that he makes every day on the daily it's just right. like even my avocado toast would be fancy <laughs> like that is what i wish i had okay, i think
1: you- you're a pretty good cook though
0: um with any fictional character who would it be
1: ryle from uh... Stop It. <laughs> ryle <laughs>
0: hit me up I- is that who you were gonna pick too no I, have, I don't know how to pick this I don't know how to pick yeah this. you have I'm a lot here. of fictional lovers
1: a- <laughs> Ryle love- hit me up um I'm here for dinner
0: I don't know how to pick this there's so many things so
1: like okay narrow it down to three we know Ryle's on that list don't be a liar
0: well I'm trying not to pick a or
1: Atlas I don't know if you're no, calling would- Hoover be-
0: yeah, not at Ryle, all
1: 100%. Ryle 100 but Atlas is a chef so like
0: I just didn't fall for him. I was just, he was not. Mm-mm. I really like the. Um, can we do boys and girls? <laughs> sure. Go. Yeah. Okay. Give me your girl and your boy then.
1: My girl. I'm not a reader like you as much. Um, I mean, fictional accounts, TV shows. So. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I would do probably um, Joe from. Grace, I feel like she and I would just like vibe so well. I love Joe from Grace, so yeah, I could see going to get like brunch and or like drinks at a nightclub with her. But if I'm going to dinner, I'm going with Ryle from It Starts with it
0: Ends with Us, right? Yeah. With us, yeah. Okay, my girl would probably be Anna Green Gables. I love that movie. So <laughs> like, I just I loved it, and I don't know. I really like that, or you know, like Meredith Grey or something. I think I think that would be really cool. Belle. Yeah. <laughs> Bell, Bell <Dorita. laughs> the um men i don't know nox it's so funny because of your son but nox he is one of my fictional loves brendan from it happened one summer my lover and ryle so now i got three okay <laughs> and she's going you on a, a speed
1: date with all three of them
0: it's okay
1: one day. okay thank you <laughs> three different days okay reflect on the most valuable lesson you have learned so far
0: Oh, I know not, mine. Mine's good. Not everyone has your best interest at heart. Like I think you think like that's my mom or that's my my mom does. But like you know, you think it's right. like this then they have to have your best interest at heart. Like this person would never hurt me. And I think you learn that lesson really hard that not everybody has your best interest at heart. Mm. So mine would be
1: that family is a feeling and not genetic because I have closer friend family than I do genetic family and so that is something that I learned and now I am teaching my children as well is mm-hmm. that you know kind of plays into yours that the same people that you would expect to love you sometimes break your heart and um and that you know just because somebody is your friend does not diminish the role in their li- in your that they play in your life or the status.
0: Kidding, like we are 100% Cody is listed on my like <laughs> as like sister, like yeah. my, like that's my aunt Cody. They don't even yeah. say like, yeah. that's my aunt Cody. there's no questions if aunts are butts. <laughs>
1: no, I love that. And you know, it's something that I learned as I got older. Um, but it was hard as a kid, but now that I'm an adult, you know, I, I, that is something that I'm going to teach my kids. So I prevent that, that same heartbreak for them. And I think it plays well into yours, Mm-hmm. at the same time. So I hope y'all like this. This is fun. And, um, I learned a lot about you that I didn't know. No, I'm just kidding. I, I expected a lot yeah, of, it.
0: You all of those answers. Probably
1: <laughs> I did, but we hope that you learned something new about us. Um, we hope that you had a great Thanksgiving with your family. And if your elves are back, we're praying for you through, uh, Let's the you. elf season. Okay. keep an eye out, um, on our Instagram stories and Facebook stories. That's usually where we will post our ideas as they come. Um, and yeah, we hope that you had a great Thanksgiving and we are here in the holiday season y'all.
0: Hey, do you have a business you're looking to share? Well, I have the perfect idea for you. Did you know that you can buy an ad spot on Coffee Confessions Podcast? It's as easy as going to coffeeconfessions.com, selecting your ad, uploading your audio, and listening to it air. Just like that, you've spread the word about your small business in an ad just like this.
1: Well, that was our confession for this week.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest.
1: Hashtag spill the coffee.